What's up, podcast listeners? We are back with the largest, most listened to, award-winning podcast in all of Castleberry, Florida. This is the What's Up Castleberry Time out. Podcast. So, Robin, you got you got to know this backstory <gasps> to our grand introduction. Drew was speaking yesterday for a couple of minutes, making an announcement at the Chamber of Commerce. You should have heard the way that he described the podcast. It was very impressive. Glowing terms. I got thought a, he was talking about someone else. <laughs> well, I assume he was mentioning me, so of course it would be glowing terms. It, it, it was glowing and glittery. Thank you. Thank you. Both of you, Okay, both of you need to stop trying to attack your microphones and just calm down and stay where you are. We're a little antsy. You know, it's a new month. It's a new episode. Welcome. It's April 2023. Uh, I am Drew Taylor. My co-host is Andy Searles. Our producer is Robin Kepi, and we are uh, about having good conversations, elevating conversations, encouraging conversations, productive, somewhat conversations about all things Castleberry. Guys, team, how are you? How are we doing? Good. I'm trying to think of a joke about elevating conversations. <laughs> this isn't it? Yeah, no, it just went down. Well, you just Ill. made this whole thing a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm good at that. <laughs> the listener, this is an audio podcast. You can't see us, but part of the reason... Which that, is a blessing for yeah, you. That, that's true. That's true. But part of the reason that you might hear a little edge in my voice, number one, is I'm sugared up on crumble cookies at the moment, which not sponsored. There's a new crumble in, Unless they uh, in be. Castleberry. There is in the Publix Plaza. Yeah, the, there is. I tell you, yeah, there's a whole plate of these bad boys in the middle of the table. and <laughs> I may be going for a 15th. This Robin. is dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and the other reason I'm uh, a little on edge is I uh, was up all night with our, our young children. So we're Taylors are surviving, but uh, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Andy, tell us about some of your recent ventures. You were out of the country. As of yes. Uh, I have been on a couple of trips this year internationally, and last week I was in Cuba, which was quite an experience. Mm -hmm. um, some really, be really beautiful parts of Cuba, uh, some incredible buildings, architecture, art, and what have you, but on Did you the eat a Cuban sandwich. No, you know what? They don't have Cuban oh, sandwiches in Cuba. That, I would, that would have been the first Did thing I asked for. Huh. Did you ask for one there? Uh, I didn't because I was told Good. not to because Good. I didn't have them. Um, but I just want to make sure you didn't embarrass lots yourself. Of, lots of beauty. <laughs> yeah. But on the flip side, just some incredible poverty mm. as well. And I was there for a couple of reasons, to train and invest in some, some leaders there, but also to uh, help build some kind of systems and strategies to get aid from the U.S. to Cuba, which is all kind of a trust game. Uh, but in understanding more about the landscape there and what's actually happening under communism, my heart was broken. Mm. And, um, you, you know, we tend to talk about, I don't want to get political, I don't think it is political, we tend to talk about communism in a negative light, mm -hmm. and I think we should, but seeing it firsthand... Mm. We are very blessed with some of the freedoms and opportunities that we have. Yeah, that's no, that's well said. And uh, my my parents actually went to to visit just on vacation a few years ago, and and they said it was it was fascinating because of the the careful kind of overprotection and, and folks not being allowed in. That it's it really is a beautiful little gem right here in the Caribbean near us. That it yeah. it. it 
nobody's been kind of in and out. There's yeah. not. There's yeah, not. I mean, for better or for worse, it seems that when Castro took over and took power, it was almost like he pressed the pause button mm. on that culture. Yeah. So everything is kind of as it was, <laughs> yet at the same time, years later, a lot of that stuff deteriorates. And so there's a lot of, a lot of struggle economically, poverty. But I think the biggest heartbreak for me was how so many of the people seem so uh, oppressed and restricted and uh, held back despite um, their potential and, and really meeting some incredible people. Well, appreciate your efforts and, and those serving as well. That is uh, probably going to wrap it up for our What's Up Caribbean segment <laughs> of, the, uh, of the podcast. We are. Uh, I tell you what it's made Robin want to do. It's made her want to do another on-site recording at Cubans uh, on the Run. <laughs> yeah. All right. That would be fantastic. Cubans on the run. I'm open, up for that any time. <laughs> Even if they don't ask us, we should just go. <laughs> we should just go. <laughs> well, Robin, is it time? It's time. It's time for our favorite segment, my favorite segment, the dad joke of the week. <laughs> you know, I am looking forward to this actually this week because I've seen the jokes that you're going to tell and I figured out the punchline. Oh, all right. But I will, I will remain quiet and let you bask in your dad joke glory. Okay, good, good. Yeah, I need, I need... You know, win right now with my my jokes, Robin. Let's see. This is Robin's authentic reaction. She does not know. All right, Robin, use some flashcards like W for win and L for loser, <laughs> depending or on like which a joke w- he one tells. to ten score, like they do in the yeah, or maybe some right. negative numbers too, or negatives. Yeah, that's right. All right, here we go. Um, you know, I would, my son Jalen and I went out to a, a seafood place the other the other night, seafood dinner. Uh, is it Victorios? <laughs> they have seafood there, yeah. And uh, and Jalen said, I think I'll have the king crab legs. And I said, buddy, come on. Don't be so selfish. <laughs> selfish? <laughs> I pushed it. <laughs> that was bad. That's funny, though. It's still work. Okay, he's All getting right, the that L. L. That was an L. All right. You're if you have the, the delivery. Yeah, I, I need your confident delivery. delivery. You taught yes. me that. All right, here we go. Number two. Uh, Becky and I, this is true. We were at a wedding uh, last weekend. As of this recording, we went to a, a wedding of a, a church member and uh, Becky was just telling me, she said, that that wedding was just so emotional and just so beautiful. <laughs> I said, you're right. Even the cake was in tears. <laughs> okay, that's a win. That's, that's a, win. a win. What are you talking All about? Right. That's a win. All right. Redeem it for us, Andy. Okay, Give us well, the Doug jokes of the week. Here we go. Well, for, first of all, I wanted to... Um, I want to tell a joke about a walkie-talkie, but I need to think it over. <laughs> that's a win for Doug. Huh? No, that's good, right? That's good. That's it's good. good. All right. What do you call Doug. an alligator that wears a vest? What? <laughs> an investigator. <laughs> okay, that's good. Come on. W-L. It's a W, but these are all for Doug. <laughs> I know. Doug gets the credit. That's fine. I don't need the credit. I just need you to laugh, Robin. That is one of my goals in life, to make you happy. I do all that right. when I come to church on Sunday. little fun fact. <laughs> Did you know that statistically, six out of seven dwarfs aren't happy? <laughs> I like that. I chuckle at that one. Ten out, ten. ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. All right. One, one more, more. One more. One more. The salesman at the furniture store told me this sofa will seat five people without any problems. I said, where am I going to find five people without any problems? <laughs> Gold star. There you go. Gold yeah. star as well as a yeah, W. You're on a high. No, my, one gets a gold star. My, one gets a w, one gets mine a and Doug's jokes got the Robin seal of approval today. They were 
they were some of the best yes. ones. Well done. Again, credit goes to Doug. <laughs> people helping people. And Andy, that's the transition to our Castleberry in the News segment. There were a lot of people helping people recently. There always are. We live in a, a neighborhood and a community that cares about one another. Uh, but you and I uh, had the fortunate privilege of being a part of a, uh, a recent event we call Neighbor to Neighbor. Would you kind of give just the people a quick recap on some of the Good work that was done in Castle. Yeah, I love this. As you said, Drew, one of the goals of the podcast is to celebrate the good things that are happening, and this was certainly a good thing. There are many in our community who are struggling with maybe health, uh, economic circumstance, uh, age, um, who because of that aren't able to keep their homes up to the standard required by a code compliance department. And so those homes are given to us as a group of, I think there was seven churches, and we meet for the morning, and we go to the homes, and we fix the problems, and we bless the people, and uh, code clears the uh, the complaints, and it's just a wonderful win, win, win. I, I had a great time. Admittedly, I was uh, supervising, uh, so didn't get as sweaty as, as you did, Drew, but it did encourage me to see so many people working so many hard for so hard for the benefit of others, and especially to see that the very um, our very own chief of police, Larry yes. Krantz, mm-hmm. came out on his day off, as he's done before, serving the citizens of Castleberry. And when we serve, uh, we make things better. So thanks for being a part of that. Uh, I understand soon there is something else happening in our community that's going to bring people together and maybe extend a little bit of fun. That's right. Yes. Uh, in addition to the neighbor, neighbor, neighbor to neighbor events that Andy talked about, we also uh, involved in the Castleberry Chamber of Commerce. There's an upcoming charity kickball tournament. That's right. It's that time of year again, the seventh annual Castleberry Chamber of Commerce kickball tournament. You can find all the details on the Facebook page. We'll, we'll share a link to the registration form, but this is a lot of fun. Uh, I've chaired this kickball tournament for about four or five years in a row now. And uh, we have eight teams currently registered, hoping for maybe one or two more. We're going to be at Wurz Park on Saturday, April 22nd. Proceeds from the tournament for the registration of the teams as well as event sponsors will go towards supporting Castleberry Elementary and some of their food programs for children. And uh, it's just a, it's a blast to see adults uh, coming out. It's a co-ed tournament. Everybody wears. Sorry. The, the Chamber of Commerce really does a great job uh, coming together to support Castleberry Elementary uh, with some of the proceeds from the tournament. Willow Creek Church, just bragging about my home church, won the event last year. And Andy, I know you're putting a team together. I know Castleberry Elementary School, a couple other businesses, a couple other churches, and there's still room. If you are listening to this and would like to either be a, an event sponsor, if you would like to put a team together, uh, you could check out the details in our podcast feed or just Google Castleberry Chamber of Commerce kickball and it'll show right up. And I uh, would love to have you at Wurz Park Saturday, April 22nd. The big the big hope is nobody gets hurt this year. No, we, not me. The big hope for me is that my team wins because we have failed miserably. There you go. Well, we will be back with a winner, guaranteed. We have phenomenal guests lined up. Uh, we'll be back after a short break. 
Hello, this is Epizani Jr. with the Castleberry Chamber of Commerce. I'm one of the board members there, and also with I4 Web Services, where I'm the owner of that company. Today, I want to talk to you about writing a business plan. This is so important, and I'm actually writing a book on this topic, so one day that will come out, so just look that up in the future. Writing a business plan for your business, either being a charity or a for-profit organization, you want to have that on paper. You want to sort of figure out what you do need to do, what you don't need to do, who you're targeting, who you're not targeting, what your mission is, what your vision is, all the important things that make your business successful. You want to actually look at your business from a franchisable perspective and have that all laid out so you could have anyone come in as a board member, a new employee or whatever, and be able to run your business based upon how you had it in your brain on day one. With that being said, I did that quick. I want you to write a business plan. This has been Ed. It's been a pleasure. Take care. Welcome back to our favorite part of the show where we sit down with someone who's doing something significant in our city or our county. And today we have a guest from one of our favorite organizations, the Foundation from Seminole State Public Schools. We know about the schools and the great work that they do educating our kids. But educating our kids takes a lot of care. And as well as the teachers and the administrators, this is a group that is specifically set up to take care and fill in some of the gaps that exist in our children. So it is my great pleasure to introduce Shannon Ringinger. Shannon, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And if we were on video, everybody would see your foundation polo today. Yes, I'm dressed, the, dressed for the part. Yes. <laughs> That's great. So Shannon, we'll, let's get started with a couple of icebreaker questions. So uh, you shared that you lived in Syracuse, New York for the first part of your life and then moved to Florida and Seminole County. What is your favorite place to visit within our county? Oh, hands down. That's easy. Uh, the Seminole County Parks and Nature Trails, the river, St. John's River, the Wakava River. I love to be on the water, yeah. but the parks and trails and you know, you would probably not be surprised about how many folks give that answer. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. have phenomenal parks here. Yeah, I mean, Seminole they talk about Seminole County being Florida's natural, natural choice, choice. And we really back that up. Yes, <laughs> that's not do. just a slogan. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. What we do. It, no, it is. It's beautiful. And especially like this time of year before it gets too uncomfortably hot. Too buggy. And too too hot. buggy. Yeah, yeah. It's a great time to be outside. Yep. Too buggy everywhere. Drew goes now. He has two buggies because of the, cause <laughs> of the because of the kids. That's right. That's right. Uh, Shannon, tell uh, tell the listeners just to highlight about what's going on. Maybe just in your in your personal life, something of interest to notes. Uh, Andy has the question here about if you were to have a headline yeah. from a newspaper. Just so you know, Drew's not a question follower. He's not I, a rule I, follower. Yeah. I see so that. Stick with the program, script. Drew. You're going off script. <laughs> if, uh, if you could write a headline about, about your day. Yeah, today at yeah. work, um, or this week, I should say, has really been all about getting our seniors graduated. Oh, yes. So it we is are, that time of year. We're in mm. the graduation celebration mode. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have a big party for them, a big celebration. We have 24 seniors in our program graduating. Mm. Um, they get a two-year scholarship to a state college. 
Um, they've been in the program since ninth grade, and so they are very excited to graduate. Fun. Yes. That's wonderful. It is fun. We're we're familiar with graduations on the podcast. Andy's daughter graduated last year. Yeah, it's exciting. Fun celebration. Yes. And a relief as well. <laughs> right, right, yes. <laughs> I'm sure. So Shannon, tell us about your journey into education and where your care and concern for kids came from. Yes, I um, have a great passion for high school students because my son has just started ninth grade. He's a freshman. So going through that transition from middle school to high school was a little is a little bit rough. Mm-hmm. We're in the middle of it. And I see the potential pitfalls that he could yeah. have. Yeah, I fell and in some of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah your daughter <laughs> probably found some. Yeah. So there's um, definitely some challenges and obstacles in high school, but the students in our program also experience other obstacles like in the home life. So a lot more challenges. Yeah, and we were talking about how the home life is really the root of a lot of these challenges. And I love how you guys come across and come along. And and So Shannon, help the listeners kind of understand a little bit more about about the foundation, about what you do. Could you tell us kind of what, besides throwing parties for graduates, what what else uh, are you involved with? (laughs) So the foundation, the Take Stock in Children is a program of the foundation. Mm -hmm. The foundation supports public schools, Seminole County Public Schools, but the Take Stock in Children program is a mentoring and scholarship program. It offers low-income students a chance to escape the cycle of poverty through education. And then currently right now with the program uh, is providing over 100 students with the tools to get through high school, into college, and in their future communities with college uh, success coaching and student workshops. So the program, the Take Stock and Children program, begins the summer in eighth grade and includes wraparound services such as weekly mentor sessions with volunteers from the community. They also attend workshops. They get support from foundation staff and the promise of a two-year Florida prepaid foundation scholarship upon graduation. That's yes. fantastic. You yes. know, we see those kind of movies, right? The rags to riches story yes. or maybe the reels of someone who shouldn't make it, make it. Right. And we are inspired by, by those, but there's always a lot of work behind those stories. And you guys yes. are often the ones who are doing the work. Yes. Well, the mentors do a lot of work as well. And I am the mentor coordinator for Take Stock and Children. And the mentors are definitely the cheerleaders and the supporters and the encouragers of the students. Let's go there for a little bit. Drew, I know you've been involved in mentoring at a much younger level than these high school students, but mentoring is a big part of what you do. And it's so, so important, right? Even for me in my, I'm going to say mid forties, mid to late forties, mentoring is becoming more important to me now. Yeah. And for kids, it's just kind of so crucial. So tell us a little bit about the mentoring program and why, why mentoring is so essential for, for these high schoolers? I would say any student would benefit from having a mentor or, you know, any person, like you said, Andy, that... Drew mentors any, me all the time. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, and what not to do. But yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, so I think any child can benefit from having a mentor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but these children are at risk. And so even more powerful with 
with these students. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they don't have the uh, support at home. They don't have anybody to encourage them at home. They don't have anybody maybe that's, they're not reliable or dependable. And the mentor uh, shows up every week mm-hmm. for 30 minutes, mm-hmm. chit chats, talks with them, supports them, encourages them. And that's just another adult to keep eyes and ears on that student. Mm. I think yeah. cheerleader is the perfect word. Yes. Having that consistent person that, you know, they're going to know, oh, he's going to check in with me about yeah. how my quiz went or, the, you know, the, the next activity I have coming up. Just somebody yes. to, to check in. To check in just once a week, 30 minutes. Uh-huh. You know, it's not a, a huge commitment, but... It is very meaningful to the student. I mean, they count on it. And Shannon, if you don't mind, tell us uh, then briefly about like kind of how, how do you connect? So if I'm an interested prospective mentor, yep. how do I how do I get involved and get connected through you? You can go to the foundation website and the foundation website is foundationscps.org and click on programs and under programs is the take stock in children. Mm-hmm go to that website and there's an application right there fill out the application take stock in children is a state program Mm -hmm. so we are an affiliate here in seminole county so there's actually affiliates in every county of the state of florida interesting yes that's great Mm -hmm. that's good yes so so you talked shannon about the benefit for the child who's been mentored right but my experience is that's a two-sided coin right and there's a benefit for the mentor as well as they invest. How would you describe, uh, what would you talk about in some of the benefits for those who actually make the sacrifice and give their time? Right. I like to say it's life-changing mm. for both parties involved. The student obviously benefits in many different ways, uh, but the mentor also actually gets a lot out of it as well. They're learning from that student mm. just as much as the student is learning from their mentor. Mm. Whether the mentor may may or may not have children of their own, mm. so they might have maybe a son but they're mentoring um, a female student. Mm -hmm. So it gives the mentor, you know, a different approach. And then the mentor is able to help the student through life skills, right? Teaching them life skills, maybe how to talk to a teacher or how to uh, have a conversation about a grade that they weren't happy with. But the mentors really get the sense of accomplishment through the student. And also, I've had mentors stay in touch after graduation. Uh, I've had mentors mentoring for 15 to 19 years program. Yes. And some attend their weddings, definitely their graduations, the parents. These are elements that carry on for yeah, their, for their life. Yeah, lifelong, for is, sure. Yeah, because yeah, I just had a mentor that was, was asked to stand up in the wedding of his past student. Wow. Yes. What an honor. Yes. What an honor. Making lifelong connections, for sure. Yeah, I know I know these are special people because most people want to run away from teenagers. But, <laughs> yes. But these folks run towards teenagers yes. and invest themselves in it, and it's a beautiful, beautiful Yeah, picture. a lot of our mentors will, will be introduced to their student in their freshman year. And they'll follow them through the all the senior through graduation. So that's four years they're bonding yeah. and making huge, those connections. Huge investment, like you said, just yeah. 30, thirty minutes a week. Yes, uh, Shannon. You, you, in addition to coordinating mentoring, you also offer several skill building workshops. Uh, what what some are some of the skills that you're teaching these students, and and why are 
in your opinion, they essential in helping students build and walk the right path? And yes. Drew's asking this question because he needs to build some skills too. So. <laughs> I got a lot of skills Public I need you know, to build. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. So the workshops we offer are on life skills. And some of those skills would be financial literacy, right? Because that's probably right now, I don't think it's taught in high schools, you know, checkbooks, debit cards, credit cards, all that good stuff. Drew and I were at the Chamber of Commerce meeting Uh yesterday in Castleberry. And we had a speaker from Lake Howell, Lake Howell, who told us that they've got an actual functioning bank. Oh, what? In their school that is 100% led by students, oh like with real money God. and real accounts and everything. That is phenomenal. Yeah. I did not know that existed. And they're moving some of the financial literacy classes financial literacy, yes. next to it as well. And I mean, they're going to learn things that uh, would have saved me a lot of debt as a, yeah, as a young a lot adult. Of debt, <laughs> insurance issues, deductible, you know, yeah. they don't know what. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's good. I bet you it's specific only to Lake Howell. I though. think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So financial literacy is one. Also have career panels. So we'll invite the community to come in from different industries, um, nursing, uh, military, accountants, bankers, mm-hmm. you name it. They'll sit on a panel and then the students will come in and ask them questions, kind of give them an idea of what path they might want to take. And then college readiness. So what to be prepared for, what to expect when they enter college, Mm -hmm. uh, freshman year, planning out their their schedule and signing up for classes. So college readiness is super important as well. Does your team oversee the living on your own program as well? That is a Seminole County public school program. That's in the middle schools though, right? It is in the middle schools. Yes. It is not a foundation program. But it is a program that the Divid uh, Community Involvement Program runs. That yeah, I've I've it's done perfect. I've done it a couple of times, and yeah. it's the same kind of thing. It's it's preparing people for life. It's balancing yeah. your checkbook. It's, it's trying to figure out when you whether you want to buy extra decision making. Yeah, yes. cable or food. You know right. that kind of stuff. Yeah, and it's so good because we just don't think unless we until we have to think. Right. right. Yeah. yeah, it's teaching them to how to make decisions and what they're what's gonna come up in their adult life, right? Yeah. So we live in a community that cares for one another. I I think that's one of the things I love about Seminole County, one of the things I love about the school system, right? We're we're small enough that we kind of know each other and have that community feel, but always children are of utmost importance. What would you say, what advice would you give to someone who's perhaps listening today who was maybe surprised that these programs existed or maybe concerned about, you know, some of the situations that you've mentioned that happen in kids' life, what advice would you give them to to get involved? I would say if they can be the eyes and the ears to children, mm. right? So even our mentors, when they meet with their students, it's not necessarily all about school talk or school work. Mm. The student may say, my mom couldn't pay the light bill and or, or we're living with my cousin they're not going to say they're homeless mm-hmm. but their eyes and ears the, right. the mentor's eyes and ears hear something and then they can alert us i see kind of reading us. between the lines yes they're reading word. between the lines mm. exactly see something say something is true in the crime protection world but it's also uh, a very intuitive skill that we need to to lean into and learn when it comes to and prevents caring, pre- prevents problems. From yes, happening in the, future, the listening. Which you guys are yeah. 
and hearing and paying attention. That's what the mentors are doing. And so then they can alert us at the foundation and we have the resources to connect them. There are resources out there for every situation. From if a student doesn't have a laptop, the Take Stock student will get a laptop. Mm. If they are homeless or, you know, living in a hotel room, then we have resources to get them into a shelter. Yeah. So Seminole County Public Schools is very uh, helpful outside of the school yeah. realm. And I think that's great as well because I think one of the major reasons why folks don't want to mentor is because they're afraid yeah. that they will face something that they can't handle. But what's great about this program is that they are not alone in their yeah. mentoring, right? There's yeah. a support team coming from your office, but then there are all these resources as well that uh, I wouldn't say readily available, but available to help. They are, yes. Uh, Many mentors are, you know, they have my cell number. They're texting me, hey, my student just had this happen or my student is going through this. There's a house fire. Now they don't have anywhere to live. They don't have clothes. They don't have school supplies. Um, so we might not be able to provide those resources directly, but we can find, we can tell them where to go for those resources. Yeah. So yeah, the mentors are just the eyes and the ears on the ground for us. Yeah. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Shannon, you've been a great guest. We really enjoy these conversations because our, one of the goals of this podcast is to kind of elevate the community as a whole. Yeah. And so our, uh, you are really coming alongside the foundation and taking uh, stock of children. I, I take, like, stock. Take, take stock of children stock. Uh, is is coming alongside, uh, coming alongside and supporting some of the most vulnerable. And so we thank you for for your efforts. Uh, I asked the question earlier, but would love to have it reiterated. How can people connect with you and specifically with take stock? Sure, children? I'll give you my office number. Uh, phone number is four zero seven. Three two zero zero three zero one. Say that again slowly. Sure. 407 320 My phone is always available and I'm always... And on the website as well, is there a foundation page yeah, on the school website? Uh, foundation S. CPS.org. Shannon, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for uh, educating us about the work of the foundation and Take Stock of Children. But, but more than that, thanks for all that you do to care for our children. They really are our most precious commodity. And I hate to use the word commodity because yeah. they're people. But if we're not caring for our children, they're missing out on some uh, significant future for them and for, uh, for us all as well. So thank you for all that you do to make a difference. I love hearing about all the good things that are happening in our community and Shannon and her team are certainly at the front end of that as they care for the underprivileged. Uh, what an inspirational lady and what an inspirational story. And so Drew, as we prepare to wrap up, it feels appropriate that you would wrap us up with an inspirational thought. Absolutely, Andy. And kind of going along with the theme of uh, generosity in terms of giving of your time, serving as a mentor, supporting the least of these. This comes from uh, King Solomon in Proverbs chapter 22. It says this, the generous will themselves be blessed for they share their food with the poor. It's a very simple proverb. The generous will themselves be blessed for they share their food with the poor. 
all of us have been given different resources, some more than others. And uh, really, when it comes to being a part of a community, it's imperative that we seek to not only uh, find what's uh, comfortable and what's the best for ourselves, but more importantly, how can we elevate the community as a whole? Well, we can be generous, uh, generous with our time, generous with uh, our, our gifting, our talents, generous with our treasures, giving to those in need. I uh, love the charge that Shannon gave us today about uh, considering being a mentor and, and spending just 30 minutes a week investing in the life of the next generation. Uh, those that are generous will themselves be blessed. That's the encouragement today. Consider being generous to those in our neighborhood. All right. Thanks, Drew. And thanks, listener, for sticking with us on this 129th episode. Huge thanks to the lovely producer, Robin, who thank you to Shannon. Thank you to my co-host, Drew. And thank you for listening. We'd love for you to connect with us more. You can do so on social media at What's Up Castleberry. You can go to our website and listen to our previous episodes at whatsupcastleberry.com. Please like us and review us and help us grow this podcast. Until next time, take care and have a great day.